welcome again you guys to the diggy a2 video podcast whatever the hell this is that we do but we love to do it uh this episode three for season uh two so we have uh going through a couple other high profile artists so far we've done gangstar we have done uh p rock and cl smooth and now we're doing cypress hill one of my favorite hip-hop groups so uh once again thank you to all of our followers supporters giving us all of our uh support and love we it's overwhelming almost at times uh where we have come from to where we started this is a special edition of diggy a2 we're actually in what Diggy A2 Studios, kind of what it feels like here and stuff, you know what I mean? So I have live and direct with me 36 and Brimstone, uh, part of the DB Entertainment Group uh, that are here with us to talk about Cypress Hill, pay homage. Uh, so I want to give out a couple of quick shout outs. Shout outs to Dion Brown, who's here with us, and shout out to Liz, uh, who is Mike's wife. Uh, she was here in the studio with us as well, too. So uh, before we get started, let's talk about Cypress Hill real quick. So Cypress Hill, uh, we're running some accolades on here so you all can see some of those things roll on the screen. Uh, Cypress Hill is the most successful Latin hip-hop group in history. They have over 20 million albums sold worldwide. They uh, consist of the members of Be Real, Send Dog, DJ Muggs, and Eric Lobo. Uh, they hail from Southgate, California. So, you know, start off with the West Coast sound. Uh, that's where they got together and started to build the group. But we're going to focus on them primarily between 1990 and 1994, which is what season two is primarily based off of. So with that being said, they created uh, two albums. The self-titled album Cypress Hill came out in August of 1991, double platinum. And then they had uh, one of my personal favorites is Black Sunday, which came mm. out in July of 1993. Triple platinum album. That's one that had uh, Insane in the Brain, uh, Hits from the Bong, you know, those kind of so, songs. <laughs> so a couple of my favorites. But I want to give the gentleman a chance to introduce themselves. And most importantly, gentlemen, uh, tell us who you are, a little bit about what you do, and when did you or how did you fall in love with hip-hop? Okay. You can go ahead and go first. Jeez. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Lord Tag, 36 and Brimstone. Um, I, I basically, I, I rap in a way, I guess, uh, <laughs> our, our, uh, our, our version of hip hop or however, however you want to say it is a blend of metal and hip hop, which is appropriate that we're doing Cypress Hill because they no. definitely were one of the forerunners of that. How I fell in love with hip hop is, uh, my mom, she had, uh, my whole life, she had like NWA cities, Tupac, you know, Ice-T, Ice Cube. Yeah. She had all that stuff. She was playing it all the time. That, like Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. So, I mean, really, she's the one who shaped my music taste. I mean, for sure. You know, yeah. she was she was really good about that stuff. Go Sweet. Um, I'm Roy Voss of 36 and Brimstone. Um, I rap. I do the choppity-choppity, that, that cool stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I fell in love with hip-hop because of my... Older, I have two older brothers, and they both listen to well, they both listen to metal and hip hop, and that's where I fell in love with all my music. And then yeah. I got a little bit of classic rock in there too. But yeah, yeah, I fell in love with hip hop because of them. They were listening to like he said, I mean, pretty much same guys he said, Tupac and Biggie and all those, and even some Tech Nine and stuff that were thrown in there. Yeah, and so uh, ICP and stuff like that. Okay. So. okay. Yeah, and what I would say, I've listened to a lot of you guys' music. Like, I, you know, we had a couple conversations over the weekend, uh, kind of vibing and stuff, listening to your catalog. Oh, yeah. You guys are, what I would say, unique is mm -hmm. like the word I'd like to describe you guys' music. But so was Cypress Hill, right? So mm -hmm. when you listen to the Cypress Hill album, you're like, yeah, this is not the typical boom bap uh, sound that you were used to hearing in the early 90s. They were very unique, very different. And I want to talk about the contrast and comparison between your sound and theirs. So you all see a parallel in how you all make music and some of the things you all heard from Cypress Hill from the past. 
Um, well, I mean, I would definitely say that one thing that I've seen in a lot of interviews that they have yeah. is uh, they, they're very big on like not following trends. Like yeah. they, they do not like it when people yeah, follow yeah. trends. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always call people out like, oh man, I just follow on trends and stuff like that. That's exactly how we are. Yeah. You know, like we definitely don't follow any kind of mold or anything like that. We make what we want to make. A lot of our stuff is really diverse. It isn't just, you know, one sound. There is a sound that we stick to most of the time, yeah. but we like to try different things. And I feel like that's something we have in common. Yeah, we do different things. And if it's if it's halfway decent, we, we do it. We run yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? If it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. then we keep it in the vault forever. No doubt. Um, for, for the fans and listeners that are either watching or listening to us, go out and check out 36 and Brim. I'm going to put all of their descriptions in the, in the uh, description for the videos below. So we'll make sure we reach out to you guys and make sure we get you guys a good following. Yeah. If you don't have already what you're following is, we're going to put more on top of it. Absolutely. You know so that's yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we're going to put more on top of it. Make sure you guys are well known. Uh, some of the songs that I heard when I was going through the catalog for you guys was Dim Bones was Oh, Dim Bones was. Oh, yeah, Dim Bones is probably our best. That was like, I was yeah, just crazy. It's like great. just coming up with that one. Um, but the other one that was one of my favorites is Confessions. So Confessions is what I remember listening to was like, which was, as you mentioned, not not the typical sound that you all have. It's more had like an R and B kind of feel to it, even yeah, in a sense. So I was like, so what's some of the creative patterns or creative thought process you guys have when making your music? Um, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Life's a song, yeah, yeah. Right? No, but um, I like singing. Um, like because Confessions is a solo track. Yeah, I sing quite a bit in a lot of our music. Um, you'll find me singing and screaming and stuff like that. You in choir, like, all the time? Yeah, I was in choir my whole life. Um, I've sung my whole life. Uh, My father is really musically talented, and I feel like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, studies that show that that's correlated to genetics and stuff. Okay. Okay. Sure. And um, I really like singing, and uh, I think uh, we were just going through, and I had an idea. I started writing that and stuff like that, because I really do like uh, the sad boy wave. I know it's weird that I said, like, oh, we try not to copy trends or anything like that. Right, right, right. But it definitely isn't. It's just – that is, I do like that sound. Um, you wrote that, that all, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but you wrote that all acapella, and then we built the music around yeah, it, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I yeah. wrote Confessions, awesome. and then we, we built it around it. Um, but, I mean, I just, I, I really love the song. I really love the message. I'm writing another one. We're about to record it right now that's very similar to Confessions. Oh, nice. So, nice. Um, yeah, it's called Runaway. So, uh, look out for that one. Absolutely. So. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And one of the things that I noticed also is, since you guys are unique, so was Cypress Hill. So, what were some of your favorite Cypress Hill songs? Like, what are the, what are the ones that resonate I know what yours is. <laughs> oh, you put on that rock superstar. I'll tear this person apart. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm flipping this table I think, right yeah. now. <laughs> I think mine is probably How Can I Just Kill a Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is my favorite. That, that is my an favorite. incredible yeah. song. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I picked that one, uh, mainly because of the way it sounds, but you got, when you hear Be Real Rap, you're like, yeah. you're like what's wrong? This is that's just, like this thing, thing, thing. You're like, oh, you're like yeah. dude, it's so weird. Do you know the story about behind that? I think he, well, I don't know the complete story, but I know he wanted to have like a, a distinct sound or I don't know, like the, the I think the, I think like the, the label, the, from what, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, okay, okay. And so he was talking about, he was talking about it. I remember hearing this and the label told him that he had to. That oh, might, wow. fight, fact check me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is pretty much what I've heard, that, yeah. that the label told him that he had to change his voice. Or he was going to end up ghostwriting. Yeah, oh, it was yeah, going to end up wow. ghostwriting for, you know, whoever else I don't know if that's wow. true, but that's, wow. that's the word. Yeah, you can fact check me if I'm wrong. Like yeah, so yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah. I'm a moron, so I might be completely wrong. But. 
<laughs> you know that that's what I heard, which is really cool. I think I think it's it's it brought a uniqueness to him though. And then you know uh, I like how I just kill a man hand on the pump. Um, oh, it's yeah, very very unique. Yeah, right. And then one of the things that's crazy is like when they did the hand on the uh, oh, actually uh, how I can kill a man video has Ice Cube in the video, mm -hmm. Q tips in the video, and then down the road they had a beat with Ice Cube because I apparently Ice Cube. Like stole one of the it's, ideas for the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If like, you listen to the song on Friday, yeah, um, it's their their choruses are very similar. Very similar. Yeah. So there was a beef with that within the mid nineties. Wow. So uh, yeah, so they were kind of pissed about that. Well, you know, rightfully so. Anytime you you're not creative they, enough and you bite someone's style or whatever, somebody's like, going, somebody. Yeah, and then it really sucks. It's Ice Cube, and it isn't like some no name guy. Yeah, it's fucking. It's cube. <laughs> it's cube. It's cube, right? Yeah. No, you're good. But um, so let's transition and talk about their their second album, Black Sunday. So, what do you guys think about uh, what Insane in the Brain? When you first heard that, like, how did that make you guys feel? Like, is that that's kind of like to me, Insane in the Brain is right in your lane, is what okay. I would say. When I say Insane in the Brain, and listen to some of your music. There's a lot of parallels and like the the imagery and the sound. You want to tell your show? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can go ahead. Okay, okay. okay. so <laughs> I, I I was born in the South. Okay. I was born in like um, close to Texas, about thirty minutes away okay. from Texas. Okay. So and uh, where where I grew up, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of Latin like culture yeah. about the place that I'm from. You know, like a lot of Latin culture to it. So I mean, like Cypress Hill is one of the first like for like you said before, they're the biggest Latin like you know up until that point yeah. probably to this day you know in that yeah. scene and stuff like yeah. that i mean they were everywhere man yeah. you know i heard that song i mean you heard it every day you know what i mean like it was big yeah it's yeah. just you know it uh what cypress hill is you know i mean they're so connected to that stuff and like they really you know had a jumping point for a lot of people who were in it i mean i don't really know of very many very many latin rappers i'm sure there is a lot of them but i mean off the top of my head i can't really think of very many yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah but i mean like yeah they really paved the way for i mean really just people of other cultures and ethnicities to have you know a jump start into Absolutely. the game yeah, you know, yeah. for sure yeah. but in saying the brain i mean yeah it's it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good It's song. a hip-hop song yeah. and it's rock. So like in yeah. the video, it's like they got the mosh pit going on, people are wild out having a good time. Like, yeah, B-Real is awesome. Never <laughs> seen that I've never seen that before in a hip-hop realm. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was really clever and it still, still kind of resonates today, you know what I mean, with the, with the parallels of rock and hip-hop. Always has some of the, uh, I would say like their, their like third cousins of each other. Right. You know, some of the uh, Talk about rebellion and stuff. Yeah, right? man. Going, yeah, going against like the, the grain. Absolutely. Yeah. They yeah. almost paved the way for like new metal, like Limp Bizkit, yeah. Slipknot. That's true. In the early That's true. Days. It's a perfect mix of metal and rap. It is. And I mean, like a lot of that started with Cypress. So I mean, a lot of it's yeah. all started with Public Enemy and yeah. stuff like that. They did a good, really big job on mm -hmm. that too. Yeah. Yeah, but no I mean, question. Cypress Hill, they furthered that, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, one of the songs I liked off of that album was Hits from the Bong. And <laughs> uh, I, I'm a, I, I don't, uh, I don't smoke weed. Uh, those that do, my hats off to you, just not my thing, you know right. what I mean? But when you hear that album, it's like, am I high? Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Like, you can like, feel it. They have like this psychedelic kind of flow, and I'm like, yeah. this is cool, this is cool as hell, man. But like, then I'm like, what am I like? My hearing stuff. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like in that in that world. Like like this is crazy. Like you feel like you're high almost. Like this, yeah, this right. is some of their music. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's the effect. That, I, I think that their their impact on hip hop is solidified. That's what we're talking about. I'm now paying them homage. So be real, the fellas. If you guys ever see this, we are huge fans. Where we're showing right. you guys tremendous love and respect for what you've done for the culture. Um, but one of the other things I want to mention, and then we'll start to see if we can start to get to the closing of this is. 
with you guys and how you create music and then you're looking at Cypress Hill, if you were able to sit down with Cypress Hill and be real, what were some of the things you would ask them if they were in the room with us right now? What would be some of the things you would ask them in regards to like uh, how they create music or just a question in general? What would you want to know from them? I would, uh, I would definitely ask how to, how to handle failure better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, would, I would ask about creative processes too, but my biggest thing now is like I like my creative process. And I would love to take advice from that too, yeah. but I also would want to know how do you handle the failures, the ups and downs of what, yeah. what this business is. Cause so far, you know, like just with what we've been in, it is a freaking ride, dude. Yeah. Like it is yeah. an up and down just all the time. And I, w I would like to talk, I would like to talk to several artists about that, but if it was Cypress Hill in general, yeah, I would yeah. like to ask them that. And I would like to ask them how they handled, you know, the struggle of coming up in at being a Latin group like that. And, yeah. And the type of, you know, I mean, in a cut, such a cutthroat industry, that would be an interesting question too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, similar questions to that too, you know, how they ran marketing and things like that. You know, I mean, there's certain little ticks. Valuable ticks questions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah stuff that, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we had a jump start on something like that right now would only help us in the future. Yeah. But I mean, also just to get to know them as people, because they're, I mean, they're legends, man. Like yeah, for what it's worth, absolutely. like. You got a podcast going, Be Real has a podcast yep. going. He helped that whole side of this culture it's too. True. You know, true. like Absolutely. everything Absolutely. that those guys touch, they make into, and that, I wouldn't say a trend, but I mean, they really drive it to the front of people's yeah. minds. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. They're, 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 they're sure. amazing. You know, I mean, they're, they're great. Yeah, I'd ask them anything they'd answer for me. They'd probably <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Almost, almost starstruck in a sense, right? Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Like, Try not to be, but I mean, it'd be difficult. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah man. Well, well, you guys, thank you. And uh, I think we're going to start wrapping things up here at this point. Uh, and what I would like to do, you got your hoods on. I'm going to put my hood on. And throughout the season, uh, we're going to be paying homage to Trayvon Martin and all of uh, the individuals that lost their life due to social injustice. And I really, really want to hit this home that I've been blessed with a platform to showcase that um, and try to get those things, get the word out, get more about us having these conversations about, Absolutely. you know, we can be different we can still you know find a way to have some common ground and our common ground is music everybody loves music whether you're from california whether you're from atlanta georgia whether you're from missouri or whether you're from the you know backwoods of kansas everybody loves music and we've been blessed to have this pot this podcast and this platform for you guys to come on here and expand your fan base and you all helping me in the same sense too man so i really appreciate it so what we do when digging into fashion gentlemen is shout outs all right so that's how we're closed out the show so whoever wants to go first brady and mike who are your shout outs going to this week man db entertainment everybody that's riding with us um uh, my buddy Matthew, I'm gonna be playing Yu-Gi-Oh whenever I get home, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shouting out uh, Nick Williams at the Scrape, bro. I got you. I'm plugging you, uh, and I'm shouting out Young Matt and Cobain. Shouting out both of you. I need to shout out a lot of more people, but I'm not gonna take up this whole time. I want to shout out everybody I know, but I can't do that. I'm sorry. Um, these are my three shout outs. So I love y'all. <laughs> All right, and my shout-outs, man. Well, first off, I'm wearing Vita Loca shirt. So, Vita, if you're watching, shout-out to you, Mom. We love you. We love what you're doing. Uh, you guys were on the Vita, the Vita show yesterday. It show was love. great, man. Great show. Uh, awesome time. Uh, awesome interview. So, we definitely want to shout-out Vita. Great friend of ours. And we want nothing but success for you, Vita, in the future. Yeah. I mean that. Um, shout-out to DB Entertainment, uh, Mac Xavier, 36 and Brimstone, Dion Brown. Dion, you're in the room. But Dion kind of reminds me of, like, a white – Puff Daddy, you know oh, what I mean? Like, he kind of reminds me, like, when you see him, he's hustling, he's, oh, he's yeah, heading on he's cars, he's... Well, I found out he fights, now he fought. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 we don't yeah. know, we, we no longer have jokes with him, like, we just do what he <laughs> said, like, whatever you see, Dion, yes, of course, yeah, 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 ye
didn't think about that, Dion. Yeah, yeah. It might be like quiet shit going on here, this persona, bro. But he's always hustling, and he's a super humble guy. And Dion, thank you so much, man, for just meeting you and being the guy that you are. Um, and of course, shout out to my wife, Jessica, for always riding shotgun with me through this journey. Uh, and I don't know babe, where we're going to take this, where it's going to go, fail or, uh, fail or success, however it goes. I think we're going to do great. I'm hoping for good things. And, oh, I, I do too, man. You guys and do I guess the last shout out is just to hip hop, hip hop in general. Hip, I love hip hop. We've been doing this for a long time and I've been a great fan, a great listener for many, many years. And I want to give a shout out to hip hop, hip hop culture. And next week, let's talk about next week, you guys. I'm always looking forward. Next week, we're going to be talking about the iconic Onyx. Mm. Oh, God, mm-hmm. Onyx, man. I'm so ready for that next week. But, uh, gentlemen, thank you for coming on board with us. Thank Shout out to TV Entertainment. We'll see you guys next week, all right? 100. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>